0: Welcome to the Extraordinary Educators Podcast. Your hosts, Danielle Sullivan, National Director at Curriculum Associates, and Sari Liberis, Senior Manager, Marketing Operations at Curriculum Associates, are here to share actionable tips, best practices, and success stories to improve your teaching and drive student learning. Enjoy, and thanks for listening. Hi, everybody. It's
1: Danielle. Hey, everyone. It's Sari. Welcome back to the Extraordinary Educators podcast. We know there is a lot happening right now, and we hope we can provide you with some insights, tips and best practices, and breathing room from the critical work you do. We are here to support teaching and learning wherever it is taking place. With us today, we are very excited to have National Director of Content and Implementation, Josh Hall. Josh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. If you don't mind just quickly introducing yourself to our listeners, where are you from, what's your role at CA, Um, and then we'll get started.
2: Thank you all so much. It's great to be here with you. And my name is Josh, and I am based in Orlando, Florida. I have uh, been part of Curriculum Associates now for uh, about four and a half years, and um, I've spent some time in professional development. I'm so excited to now uh, continue working with educators across uh, the Southeast and across the country in, in this role as national director.
0: Well, welcome to the national director team. Josh and I go way back um, from being on the Florida PD team together. So I'm really excited to have you on my team once again. And I'd love to talk to you about what are you excited about currently? What are you reading? What are you thinking about um, when it comes to education?
2: All right, great. Thanks, Danielle. So um, I, I I love reading. I love ELA. I love to read. And something that I've really been uh, digging into here over the last uh, year, year and a half is representation in text and representation in and in, in the books that kids are reading in school and outside of school for that matter. And it's been it's been really interesting to see. And as I've been working with educators and 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 hearing educators and and training educators, uh, it, it is something that I that I'm always on the lookout for to to, to hear what they're saying, what their needs are. And uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was in South Carolina actually doing a magnetic training. And in one of the sessions, I was working with a fifth grade teacher, and she, this was the first time she had really dug into magnetic. And she was flipping through, she was looking at the text, <laughs> she was she was so excited just to see what was there and as she's looking at the table of contents and she's looking at the units and the themes, she, like one of the first things she said to me, she's like, oh, you guys have built in some SEL components to this. And I'm like, yeah, we have. And she was so excited to see that. And she actually uh, said something to this effect. I was like writing it down because uh, what she was saying was so powerful. But one of the things she said was, she's like, I'm, I'm not usually a fan of cores. I don't usually like core programs, But the thought that magnetic is diverse makes it so much more meaningful. And she wrapped it up. She said, I feel like this is truly a gift. And to see her passion, her excitement, she wanted her students to see themselves represented in the text. But then she also wanted uh, her students to, to learn about others that weren't like them and So that was just so exciting for me to hear um, as, you know, I've, I've been doing a lot of reading and research in that area as well. And uh, another reason, my niece, uh, she is my heart. Uh, All my nieces and nephews are my heart, but uh, she's currently my only niece. I have another one on the way. So, but uh, she, I got her tickets for her and her mom to go to the Gold Over America Tour, which uh, was the Simone Biles and, and other gymnasts. And I was planning to go and I couldn't go at the last minute. So they went and they're FaceTiming me from the audience and, you know, just amazing seats. I was a little jealous. And I told my niece, I said, okay, don't forget, find Simone Biles and take a picture of her. My sister, she said, uh, you know, was telling my niece, you know, Simone Biles is one of the most, one of the greatest of all times. Like she's, she's just truly spectacular. And I'm on FaceTime and my niece, like, She's looking out, and she's like, "Do you mean the brown girl like me?"
1: Mm. And
2: my niece, um, my sister was adopted, and and um, from Brazil. And my niece is looks like my my sister's you know spitting image of my sister. And my where my niece is growing up, she doesn't see herself represented very much. Um, there's there's not a lot of diversity in the community and she goes to gymnastics class. She doesn't see herself represented, you know, and the books I've seen her bring home, she's not represented in those when I go visit her. And like, I started tearing up because it just reinforced to me how much representation matters. And she's only in third grade and she's already looking for herself and she's not seeing it. So the fact that you know, the greatest gymnast of all time. And my niece is now she's, she's so into tumbling and gymnastics. And the fact that, you know, someone that, that looked like her, you know, it just was so empowering for her. And um, of course, the next time I went up there, I got her a Simone Biles chapter read aloud, and we read Mm -hmm. it together. And we even did some cross-curricular math to see how much older Simone Biles is than her, and we were practicing that math subtraction. But um, it just truly is something that I am passionate about, and um, and and just kids seeing themselves in the text and and being able to see others, and really out of this lens of we're we're building a a, a culture of respect or an atmosphere of respect, and um, and 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 more than. Yes, acceptance, but really learning to—I mean—in a perfect world, it would be that we celebrate everybody for their for their what they bring to the world, and um, so that's something um, that I'm I'm reading up on and I'm doing some research on and um, looking at how um, you know I can support the work and and really and and bringing this to, to kids across the. country.
0: Thank you for sharing all of that. So that was a lot. There's a lot packed in there. A couple things. We will link any um any notes to Magnetic. It is a reading program that we have. So if you're interested in finding out more, we'll make sure we put a, a link in where you can find out more about that. It's our, our brand new hot off the press reading program. It's going to, it's currently three five, but maybe by the time you're listening to this, it'll be K5. And then even the Simone Biles tour, that's such a beautiful story that you're sharing. And I also wanted to say we talk a lot about mental health and just even the infusion of social emotional skills on this podcast. And I just want to say, just um, say it, say it out loud. I'm really proud that Simone Biles has been true to her own mental health. And she's been a model for that to to show not only it's great that she's able, like your niece is able to see her, and that you bought a book, and that she's able to see somebody who looks like her, which is really exciting. But also, what Simone Biles is representing in our current environment—how she stood up for her own mental well-being on the largest stage in the entire world—and that's that's saying a lot. Like, I've, it's been really incredible listening to her journey. But Absolutely. back to what you were, yeah, I mean, back to what you were saying. Representation does matter. And for just how students are able to see themselves um, and the windows and the mirrors that like see themselves reflected back in Mm -hmm. text and in literature, but then also windows into other cultures and other ways of being, how that can really build empathy in classrooms. Mm -hmm. Um, What are some of the strategies, or if teachers don't have literature right now that is very inclusive and they want to find out more, where can they begin to start to think about this?
2: So there's, um, I mean, there are, there's a lot of, uh, well, I say a lot. That's, that's not true. There, there's, there, there is, uh, resources out there that, that teachers could, could possibly, uh, that the teachers could look at and we can link some of those in the show notes. Um, I know one one resource that, that I'm just starting to read that has really been interesting right now um I, I came across this as I was doing some research on uh, GLSEN's website it's called Reading the Rainbow and it's all about uh LGBTQ inclusive in- literacy instruction in the elementary classroom and you know that's an area that I want to learn more about and um and so far it's had some it's just had some of the data but it's going it's it also uh is going to go into some more practical uh, ways of doing that. So, uh, you know, I, th- I think if, if teachers or educators, they, if it's something they want to do, I know that th- th- there's, all, there, there's resources out there, book lists, um, and, and even books such as Reading the Rainbow that, that might provide some, some guidance for them.
0: There's yeah. also a lot of research that supports if you have students that might feel more disengaged when students can see themselves in the curriculum and the books that they're reading, their engagement also increases. Oh, and absolutely. there is research that shows that too.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, I was just going to ask you more about the research
1: um, and just the impact of this. Of course, you know, thank you for sharing the story of your niece. And it's it's so powerful. But but to think that there are potentially millions of kids in our country who are going to school starting in kindergarten and not seeing themselves in the books they're learning, learning how to read and then reading to learn about what, what is, what is the impact of that generally speaking? And then on the flip side, like what, what happens when, when students do see themselves?
2: So there, there is research as Danielle was saying that engagement does go up um, and which is huge. Engagement is huge. Right. Um, And motivation. And then uh, just one one piece of research to your to your point there that that I came across as I began reading this this book reading the rainbow is that the, there's a section that says curriculum matters. Um, they found that this was the statistics from GLSEN, but they found that 75.2 percent of LGBTQ students in schools with an inclusive curriculum said that their peers were accepting of LGBTQ people compared to the 396 of those without inclusive curriculum. Having a curriculum that is LGBTQ inclusive, um, it's not just having an impact on the students that identify as LGBTQ. It's having an impact on students with with LGBTQ family members. It's having an impact on students who are being harassed for being LGBTQ when they may not be. It's having an impact on everyone right? Because really everyone, it, it goes back to that point um, that I was talking about with my sister and represent, or my niece and representation matters for her. Um, it matters for, for everyone, right? And it's, it's all of, it goes back to building that community of respect, acceptance. And I mean, the end goal is where we're celebrating everyone for what they're bringing to the world.
0: Right. And seeing people as who they are and creating cultures of belonging, which is really the best case scenario for our classrooms Mm -hmm. to be places where students not only feel like they can learn, they belong, and then they will thrive. Well, unfortunately, that is all the time we have for today, but we really appreciate this conversation. We appreciate you being a guest on our podcast in your new role. We're very excited for you to you know, be able to serve educators in a different role on more of a national scale. And before we leave, uh, what's one thing based on what you've seen currently in your role, even at, as professional development specialist, to to give hope to teachers who are listening to this? Because it's it's been a rough ride this, this school year. So yeah. what's something, uh, any parting wisdom of just a, or an inspirational story of things that you've seen this fall um as we close out
2: oh that's that's a good um i had to tell you danielle as i as i got as i've been going around to schools um and a lot of what i've done has been back in the schools and face to face and to say it's been a rough year um i think is an understatement right like it's it's it it, ha- it has been a year but to see the it all like to see the resilience that I'm seeing in educators everywhere. um, Like, it's truly like, it's, it's been inspiring. Like to see that throughout this whole pandemic, and I know we're, we're still in it, but um, the creativity that teachers have had, the resilience they've had, they, they haven't stopped teaching. Like it's like the, the, the world may have shut down, um, and we there was a point where we couldn't leave our homes, but like teachers kept teaching, and it truly is um, it truly is inspirational, and um, it's almost winter break, and I know that's well deserved, and and I hope that the educators everywhere are able to to have some, a nice break and get some rest, maybe have some fun take a nap in the middle of the day, whatever they wanna do um, to, to be prepared for to come back and, and hit the second half of the year strong.
1: So true, they deserve it. <laughs> Thank you so uh-huh. much, Josh, Absolutely. again, for, for being Thank you here. Guys. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow along as always on Twitter at Curriculum and on Instagram at My iReady. and be sure to tag us in your posts so we can see the work you do. If you have feedback about the podcast, it's a topic of interest or wanna be a guest, please email extraordinaryeducators at cainc.com. Please be sure to subscribe where you listen to podcasts and review an episode if you feel inclined so we can reach more educators. This is about you. We are here for you.
0: So until we meet again, be you, be true, be extraordinary. This podcast is produced by Curriculum Associates and is the copyrighted material and intellectual property of Curriculum Associates.